It's Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's TV Tuesday. Spyrokin's podcast where we talk about all things television. I'm your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjour, and what's up? Hey, it's Greta. Hope you guys are doing well. Hope you're doing good. This has been a crazy week, and also this is one of the last weeks we're going to have for one of our TV shows. Boo. Boo Earns is correct. Uh, if you want to check out any of our earlier episodes, you can find them at www.spyrokin.com. We're also on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Stitcher, Spotify, and various other social media sites. And as usual, we will be talking about two TV shows this week. And we'll have to do a basic analysis of the show. And then afterwards, we'll be doing our big spoiler talk after the credits. So stay tuned after the credits if you have watched a show. And if you have not, just listen to us. And then you'll let us uh, then do your thing. So let's start, shall we? So we're talking about two TV shows. Well, actually, technically one, because the first one is the one which is the most important one. The other one is a holiday special. Boo. It's the holiday special. Well, let's actually start with the main one, the big one, the one we're talking about, which is the coolest episode of that show that is called... The Mandalorian. Yes, we're talking about Chapter 15, The Believer, which was directed by Rick Famuyia, who actually directed Chapter 2 of season one the child and chapter six the prisoner this is in no way called the baby yoda show no it is not it's uh called the mandalorian yes this is not chapter baby 15 the believer and it makes sense that this one is written by him because the last episode he wrote is actually an episode starring one of the main side characters of this episode because it guest starred bill burr and he actually was written in the prisoner and Long story short, this episode dealt with the repercussions of the last episode and the Mandalorian and his new crew having to deal with a situation to find something which is missing. And I've got to say, this is probably one of the best episodes of the season for character development because we officially see uh, Jin Dajar, the Mandalorian, acting like a father. He's become more and more chatty. He's continued to... To bond with Baby Yoda. Grogu. Grogu. And... But this episode, it's more like he is. That is his child. Yeah. And that's the big thing. And that's one of the main reasons for this episode. It's one of the better episodes of the season. And we're going to talk more during the spoilers. But it's highly well done. And also, Disney Plus is putting out amazing special effects. These are movie-grade special effects. And it's... Just showing that their future shows are going to be just as good as this. This is showing the blending between TV shows and movies, how they've changed over time. It used to be, if you want the great effects, you're going to go to see a movie. And if you're watching a TV show, it's going to be a Z-grade version of it. Not anymore. Now, you're going to get movie quality with TV shows as the world has changed. Am I right? But is it even a TV show? Or is it a miniseries? Or is it... Short videos. Like- it is a TV series. It's just a short. It's just now a shorter TV series. They're not doing the full 13, 14, 24 episode seasons. It's a straight short series, and it works so much better doing short seasons. And this is the penultimate episode of this season, and it's led up to a lot. I've got to say, this is a really, really, really fucking cool episode. Everyone does a great job, especially Pedro Pascal voicing the Mandalorian. And in this episode, maybe we see him. Maybe, maybe not. And Bill Burr, even though he is someone who hated Star Wars, we learned he's actually changed his tune about it. And 
it's kind of cool to see him embracing the Star Wars nature, treating it more like a Western. And I gotta say, he has one of the best scenes in the episode. Also, best scene is the end of this episode, but anyway. So there's that. And now the other episode we have to talk about is... Who's that? The Masked Singer. But this is the holiday special. Yay! Which I get excited about. I love a good holiday special. The cheesier the better. But this was a big letdown for me. This was not. This was just, we're going to interview old cast members. Anybody, no, anybody who wasn't unmasked already... So if you're currently in the competition, they sang a Christmas song, which was a sing-along, so it had the words printed across the the bottom of your television. But if you were kicked out and unmasked, they just replayed one of their songs they've already performed with those lyrics. So it's not a Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas song. No, it wasn't. It's random. So it's like you have the current people singing Christmas songs. It's supposed to be a Christmas sing-along because it's a Christmas special. And you have all the old people just re-watching their performances. This one is have one in the background while doing other stuff. It's a garbage episode. It really is. It's save it and edit it for yourself to only have the Christmas music in it. No, even the Christmas songs were not that great. They could have been better. Poorly done. But yeah, that's about it for this week. Next week... Where actually it's going to be kind of hard because, one, there's no Mandalorian this week. That's just disappointing. But we do have, who is that? Do, 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 do. I think it's the finale to this week. It is, right? It's the finale of Mass Singer. I will tell you right now, the finale is going to be, yes, today. It's not today, it's tom- tomorrow's the finale. So everyone will be taking their masks off. Mwahaha! And then we will laugh and sing as we watch who is the winner. And so, in exchange for this, we're actually going to be reviewing a different TV show to fill in our time. Because there is no Mandalorian this week. It's going to be the premiere of a new show. And for this reason, we are actually going to be doing a free subscription to one of the worst, uh, arguably worst subscription services ever. I'm talking about CBS All Access. Yay! Woohoo! Yeah, we're going to be doing the premiere of one of the most anticipated sh- miniseries. Good thing it's only nine episodes. So theoretically, I only have to pay for this for either a month or use nine, uh, what is it called? Nine different email accounts. But we'll talk about that later. Anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoy. If you have any questions or comments, you can email me personally at zanspirekin.com. Thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned for after the credits to hear our full reviews. I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're gone, so I'll catch you guys next time, and keep watching TV. See ya!
spoiler time. Woohoo. Full disclosure. Stop listening if you don't want it to be spoiled. Yeah. First off, the holiday sing-along. Horrible. It was really bad. I mean, there's no... I didn't even finish watching it. Yeah, it was just... Cr- I never turn off a Christmas special. I turned off this Christmas special. They were all terrible. Let's be honest. They all, I mean, the crocodile wasn't bad. They weren't. The sun wasn't bad. Mushroom, meh. They weren't all bad. I, I enjoyed the Christmas songs. The thing I did not like, I had a beef with, was them playing, replaying songs from the people who have already been unmasked. Like, that was just lazy. With the sing-along track, it like, was we've it was already dumb. seen this. It's not Christmassy. It's not holiday, but you're going to call it a holiday special. I don't like it. Yeah, they should have recorded this earlier, but that's... Or, hey, you're going to be unmasked, so you got to unmask, so sing one more Christmas song. Or don't include them. It would have been cool, but... Oh, well. Maybe next time. They'll hopefully t- listen and do something with this. So, let's actually get to the one that I am more excited about, and that is The Mandalorian with this episode, because it is the 15th episode of the season series, and I gotta say, it's it was an epic episode. The Believer dealt with the fact that in the last episode... There was a lot of fighting. Yeah. But in the last episode, we know that Grogu was kidnapped by Moth Gideon, and the only way that... Jindajar, Boba Fett, and um, oh, what's her name? Uh, Fennec Shand are going to find Grogu. Is they need to get to an Imperial station. The only Imperial they know of is everyone's favorite jerk face Mayfeld, who they arrested. And when this episode opens up, you see him on a prison planet, just straight up, just working his butt off. And it's pretty, it's pretty impressive, the design of the planet, but a robot's like saying, prisoner number one, zero, zebra, 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 zebra. We need you to uh, go with uh, Sheriff or Marshal uh, Dune right now. He's like, okay, what's going on? It's like, you have three seconds to comply. All right, and he finds, he sees Boba Fett walk down Slave 1. He's like, oh, I thought you were someone else. And then you see Mando walk down the, the thing, and he's like, you're not. You're gonna kill me now, aren't you? And he's like, "No, listen. We need you to find this. If you find it, you could get time off, or it's that's the deal. Is they're gonna either kill him or they're gonna do this. So he ends up going to Morak to a secret Imperial mining hub to check it out. And when they get there, the whole thing is that they have to break into this facility, and then they're gonna use a computer to search the Imperial database to find where Moff Gideon is. Now, first thing they have to do is hijack a transport carrying an explosive nitroglycerin stuff called uh redonium which that scene is screwed up because one they need two people to go and mayfeld is one but they need someone to watch mayfeld so who goes the redonium guy no uh it's mando goes and unfortunately he can't go in his mandalorian armor so and he doesn't want to show his face because it's against his religion even though so he needs some kind of helmet <laughs> That's right. He dresses as a stormtrooper. They beat up stormtroopers, wear their armor, and it's great because it's like they're just driving, and you see Mando just walk, looking in the helmet, just being quiet. Then they try the shipment almost gets hijacked by a bunch of rebels or rebellious people who Mando ends up beating, and it turns out that there were five other transport. They're the only ones that make it, and when they arrive on this base, they're heroes. 
you have all these. But imper- I also kind of like that in that, like, just hold up for a second. I like in, in that fight as he's be- beating off the rebels. He like looks at the other guy. He's like, "I got this. Just drive. Like, let's get there as fast as we can." And the other guys are like shocked that uh, a stormtrooper can aim and shoot, and they're like, "He's a good fighter." Oh, he kicks their butt, and then when he runs out of bullets, isn't that the, he doesn't the know funny what to do. Thing is stormtroopers are bad fighters. Yeah, but there's they're transport troopers, which is a little bit different, and uh, it's funny that it gets to the point like when you see them at the imperial base the imperials are acting like normal people they're cheering them on they're heroes and it's you feel bad for the imperials at this point but they're the remnants of an old group and they get to they they find out that the all they have to do is walk inside go into the um um commander's lounge or the um you know the captain's lounge check the data terminal Get the information, get out. And when Mayfeld walks there, he stops and he's like, I can't do this. That's my former CO. And he's like, well, why why can't you do it with your helmet on? And he's like, they need to scan your face. And you see... And he's like, what's the problem? He, But he's in the system. As soon as they scan his face, it's going to flag him. Yeah. So he ends up going, and Mando, because of what he has to do... Because he has to save Grogu. He takes off his helmet. And it scans his face. And something cool that I never noticed till rewatching it. Is that when he's looking around. He looks like he's wearing the helmet. He doesn't like side glance or side view. He actually turns his head the full way. He looks down. Looks up. It's full. Just He's facing straight forward no matter where he turns. Because he's lived his entire life with the helmet on. Yep. Which is kind of cool. But as... As he does the data spike, the computer's saying, you have 10 seconds to comply. And because he makes noise, the commandant checks him out, sees him, and he's like, what's your what's your, what's your your uh, ID? And he's like, transport crew. No, what's your ID? And Mayfeld has to go up and say, uh, it's TK-1507. Uh, we call him brown eyes. He's hard of hearing because he had uh, some damage. And the, the guy ends up treating him like he's an idiot. He's like, that's a good job. Come sit with me and let's drink. And so because of the situation, you have Mayfeld and the Mandalorian, who's not wearing his helmet, and Mayfeld sees his face. They have to sit there and act like... And they like, kind of like look at each other like, this is my face. But he has to sit there and entertain this guy who won't let them leave, and he's totally... A bad guy. A, he's indoctrined. a bad guy imperial officer he's like well how about to the empire and because yeah, they're choosing who to toast to and he ends up and as they're talking he's talking about the gloriousness of the empire and you hear mayfeld early on mayfeld said we're this in the in the transport he said you know what we're the same because we believe in freedom and this and that and this imperial officer is saying no people think they want freedom what they want is, is to or. be controlled yeah and Mayfield's like, you know what? I know what we'll toast to. We'll toast to Operation Cinder. He's like, oh, that's a good... You know your history. And he's like, yeah, Operation Cinder, where over 5,000 platoon members died. And he's talking to him about it, and it's like the guy's glorifying this horrific atrocity. And he's like, and you killed all the innocents. He's like, well, we had to, to, to show what happened. And you see Mayfeld just... He's egging him on, and... Jin Dajar's just looking at him like, dude, don't do this. 
don't do this. We're almost out. And and then he pulls a gun and shoots him. I thought he was going to shoot him under the table, but no, he just pulls it over the table and just shoots him just straight up. No. And then like the the bad guys walking around are like, whoa, this, did this stop, just happen? They, okay, well, I guess we're all fighting now. And I like that he hands the helmet to Ginger Jar and says, I didn't see your face. I wasn't paying attention. And they get into a firefight. They escape. You have Fennec, Dune, and Fett covering them with cover fire. And the best is, at one point, they escape to Slave One. And you see Mayfeld, who was said he was a sharpshooter, take out the old uh, uh, Tusken Raider rifle that Boba Fett had. Aims it at an open port for this uh, the Rhydonium. Takes the shot with no scope and blows it up. Showing he was a good sniper. Sharpshooter, sniper. And and then I think my favorite part with that fight sequence, because it's a great dog fight with uh, Slave 1 flying around. You got two Imperial fighters following them. And you see Slave 1 drops the psionic charge. I just made the... Boom, just like in episode two. That's actually the best part of episode two. It's like just saying, Even okay, bye-bye. And so they find out where he is, and then at the end of it, Dune says, oh, well, you know, and he's like, this is really cool. Guess I'm going back, right? He's like, oh, it's a shame that Mayfell died on the mission. I can't believe he died in that big explosion. And Mayfield's so funny. I love him in this part because he just kind of looks at them. He's like, well, if that's what we're going to do, I'm just going to walk backwards, and then I'm going to turn around. It's like, they want to kill him on this planet, and he's like, I'll be fine. I thought that was awesome. So that so that so what happens? We now know where uh, the uh, Imperial shuttle f- that has Moff Gideon on it, and the last scene is Moff Gideon with his commanding officer. They're at the bridge, and he says, "You have a message, Moff Gideon," and it's Mando in holograph form reciting the exact same speech that Moff Gideon gave them when they first met, saying, "You think you know what you have is important? You have no idea." He will be mine again. Yep. And it's like, he's coming after him and he's going to kill him. Now, the big question, now, three things about this episode. One, it's the body language with Pedro Pascal is really cool with that, like I said, the whole premise of it. But this episode, the whole thing was him being a father. Now, officially, that is his child. And that's what he is most important to him at this point. What's going to happen? We don't know. But this season better end really well. I mean, there's a couple of questions and theories. Like, one question is that maybe he'll retire and then the Mandalorian will actually be Boba Fett. Another theory is that Boba Fett's going to die and then the Mandalorian is going to get Fett's ship. I don't know how this is going to end. I mean, we, there's another season coming out and next episode... Actually, it says the next episode is this week, but I heard that we're not getting one this week. So I'm kind of confused. So I'm, I may be wrong by saying it's not this week. But, but oh. we will find out. Yes, we will. We definitely will. I will say, though, one thing. Um, this season has been great with guest stars. I mean, we had Bill Burr this episode. We had uh, uh, Diane Lee you know, Sato as the matriarch of that town. We had uh, Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. We had Michael Bien as the guy Lang, who's the, the one guy. We had Carl Weathers. Horatio Sands as the the Mithril. You had uh, Titus Weaver as the Imperial Captain. You had Richard Ak- Akoye coming back as 
Q90, Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth, and then, of course, John Leguizamo as Gore Koresh. So I'm curious, who are they going to get for the last episode? Are they going to bring back some people? Like, are they going to bring back Katie Sackhoff as Bo-Katan? Or are they just going to ignore that entirely and just have it as the three of them going against the Imperial Imperials because Bo-Katan is looking for the Darksaber, which Moff Gideon has. I think it's just going to be the three of them until it looks like they're losing and then they're going to have backup and then they're going to win. I don't know. I think the season's going to end on another cliffhanger. But we're going to have to wait and see. Hopefully Grogu is saved. And hopefully he never meets the frog lady again. Yes. Also, fun fact. The macarons, which were in that episode, are now being sold at Disney World uh, at the Star Wars uh, Galaxy's Edge area. Well, that's only the most right, perfect thing to do. They sold it the day after the episode. That was totally a planned thing. Of course. They can't sell it the day of. They have to wait till it airs. Guess how much they're charging for for five of them. Hmm. 50 bucks. That's not that bad. For a macaron? That's the size of a quarter? That's insane. That is. But they look so good. True. I do like, though, that... Um, Baking with Babish did it. Yeah, and he got the okay from, Fav- from Favreau. Which was really cool. He did it, and that is one of the best parts about it. So, we'll see what happens. So, that's it for this episode. Hope you guys enjoy. I'm Zan. I'm Greta. We're Gonzo. Catch you guys next time, and keep watching TV. We'll see ya. Bye.